welcome to So You Want to Be a Musician podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Slate. I want to say, first of all, thank you guys to everyone that has listened. Um, if you want to help the show, you can leave a review on iTunes or tell a friend about the show. Um, and if you have any questions or comments or you feel like I missed something or uh, you want to be on the show, you can email me at musicianpod at gmail.com or you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at j underscore slate. Uh, this week, I sit down with musician and songwriter Kyle Cox. We talk about creative process and how being a parent has influenced that. You can check out his latest record, Perhaps One Day, on all streaming platforms, which I really encourage all of you guys to do. Um, I will link all Kyle's info, uh, website, and social medias in the show notes. Um, without much further ado, this is my conversation with Kyle Cox. It's not that bad, just to get to Briley events. It's great. Hell yeah. What's this podcast? Uh, so, it's just about like creative process and just kind of... Do you have like questions and stuff? I have a couple like pre... Uh, like questions I kind of thought of for sure. you specifically. Um, sure. But it's just kind of like talking about creative process and like being a musician and not like... It's not like, let me tell me origin sure, story sure. stuff. I, sure. Everyone's kind of got that. So to me, I'm just kind of like... Yeah. let's actually talk about what it's actually like it's always talking to like someone that's yeah. like oh yeah you were on tour with Aerosmith that's like yeah. you're gonna have a very different like outlook on how mm-hmm. music is versus have, someone who's who like, else have you recorded um I did my buddy um I've done several like just me and then I've done one uh, with my buddy Ray that's not up yet um he plays bass around town okay what's his uh, last name uh Acres I don't think. Um, Randy randomly knows him. Uh, Randy um, uh, Ramirez? Yeah. Cool. Um, I find Randy had that post something. I was like, wait, I know that studio. I was like, yeah. how do you know Randy? <laughs> that studio's sick. But, yeah, that place, it's nice. Um, but, yeah, I just... Um, what do you do, like... When like you're really like, what's like the main things that like, you? Is just, this recording? Right yeah, now? we've just been running like okay. right now, just. Cool. So it's not just. And it's got like enough gain and stuff going already. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, and if I need to, I can always you know gain enough. Yeah. Sure. So, um. Well, what do you what do you do? To stay inspired. Like, what's that like main thing? Like first thing you do if you're like really in like a creative rut. Um, I mean it's funny you ask that because I feel like I kind of am right now. It's just been, well, it's been, like, hard to to find a good routine since being a dad. That's been, like, the hardest thing. So, like I said, my, my son's almost two, and um, the first year of his life was a lot easier because there was a lot more sleeping and a lot more, like, I could put him in a thing and he wouldn't go anywhere. <laughs> um, but since he's been walking... And and now talking a lot more and stuff and having like an opinion about stuff like it's a lot harder to find consistent time to write um, and I don't want to just like plop them in front of the TV every day so I can do that and so um, I've actually had a hard time like staying creative for me like I'm I'm not much of like a inspiration strikes writing type of guy. I'm more of like a like I have to be in a scheduled routine of writing every day, 
and being creative every day for at least like 45 minutes to an hour. Like I have to do that every day. I feel like I'm a lot more, I'm a lot more like a, like a diesel engine as opposed to like a sports car or something that like inspiration hits and I just fly off. I'm somebody who's like, I got to get the wheels turning over a long period of time. And as it starts to get more comfortable, that's when the, like the things start to come a little bit. And so I feel like right now I've been in a bit of a rut because I'm like, I'll get two or three good days in a row where he like naps great. And like, I'm writing and like doing, doing the thing and stuff is starting to like, the rust is starting to fall off a little bit. And then he'll have like two days of hell where like my schedule and routine is destroyed. And so it's been, it's been really hard to like, to stay, stay creative recently. I think what I've been doing to try to combat that is just like learning other songs. I do that a lot. Especially the type of song I want to write. And so I've got a couple different ideas of the type of song I want to write next, like arrangement wise and like emotion wise and vibe wise and stuff. And so like, I've been just listening to like playlists on Spotify or whatever, and that of like the genre and vibe that I'm looking for. And once a certain song pops out that I'm like, Oh, that's like kind of what I want to go for. I'll just sit down and learn it. And so like recently there is a song that popped up. It's like Ella Fitzgerald and Mills brother collaboration song on like her huge complete like 100 song deca recording thing or whatever and the song's called um I gotta have my baby back I think is what it's called not the Chili's song uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but like a love it's like a sad love song um but like I learned that um that progression and, and that and that song and that structure and how they did it. Like I heard it and I was like, oh shit, that's exactly like what I'm, what I'm trying to do. I was like, I'm gonna learn this. And so I learned it and it's like, it was pretty, it's pretty inspiring and like encouraging, especially cause like I had like a progression that I was working on already that was pretty similar. Like literally like almost exactly the same movements. They're pretty much they were playing them for like twice as long, like like two measures as opposed to like one measure of chord and stuff. But like, I had almost the exact same progression in a different key happening that I had been messing with for a while. And so I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, so that's kind of what I'm doing right now. And that's what I found to be the way to get me out of a rut is like recently, at least like the last, last couple of years since being a dad is like, I've, I'll, I'll try to learn songs and then like I just really like try to set strong like I have to have like 45 minutes a day yeah sort of thing and I think what it's going to end up unfortunately being for me in this season of, of dad life is getting up at like 5 30 in the morning or 6 before he gets up yeah. so I can sit down and, and before Sarah my wife gets up so I can have like a good hour, hour and a half to myself, like get a cup of coffee, grab my guitar. I don't, I'm like still in the 
Sleepy Haze, which usually is pretty good for writing for me anyways, is when I'm like just a little bit tired, like I'm just starting to wake up or I'm just starting to get tired, that's usually like pretty good writing time for me. Um, so I think that's what it's going to end up being for like probably the next little bit. Yeah, well, I, re- I recently started like trying to get up at like 4.30 and like it's horrible. do that. It, it's rough. It's, it's so rough. But it's if it's like, important enough, which I think it is, like, if, like I feel like it's important enough to me to keep being creative and to keep writing, regardless of like the success, like the, the, for me, like the important thing is to like stay creative and get my fulfillment from that side that like my wife can't give me and my son can't give me, my friends can't give me. Like I have to keep writing. Like I get something else from that that nothing else in life gives me. And so it's important for me to do that so that I am a more full person. For sure. You know? No. Yeah. No, so waking up at the butt crack of the day is as much as I hate it, I hate more not being creative. Yeah. You know? The so, feeling of like, I gotta get something out and yeah. I don't know what it is, but yeah. it's gotta, like, I've gotta do something. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that for sure that it's like getting up sucks. But then it's like once you're up and it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna go play guitar or I'm gonna go write. And yeah, like, and it's that's nice. pretty rad. It's nice to have like an hour or so of like, the house is quiet nobody's like demanding anything from me or needing me to like do something or I or my attention's not split like cause even like yesterday maybe it was yesterday um or two days ago like I played a show recently um I don't even know what day it is so Friday I played a show so it was like three days ago I guess um and I wanted to run the songs like during the day before I was about to go play and my son was being extra sweet that day which was great and like he was letting like letting me play and not just letting me play but like as soon as I would finish a song I'd kind of like ring out and I'd get ready to play the next one he'd like clap in between and was like oh that's cute so sweet man it was awesome like he was he was just playing with his trains at the table like and I was sitting on the couch and then he'd clap in between and it was really great but even then I'm like my attention still kind of split because like he'll like start to climb on the table or like he'll stand up on his chair or like he'll walk to the edge of the stairs to go get something so it's still like not fully focused and so the, when he's sleeping or and when Sarah's sleeping and when the house is like totally down and I don't have to be like paying attention to a kid make sure he doesn't like dive bomb down the stairs yeah you know like and I can that's a really good that's a really important time that need that I need to take more advantage of try to figure out to find actually more of to take advantage of it yeah it's it's hard like I'm not even at home like I know you're you're at home yeah I'm full time with him yeah every day unless I'm on the road um and I feel like I'm on the road less and less although like the first year of his life I was out like 84 days or something like that which was still a lot but like considering before he was born I was out more like 100 like 120 something like that and so like um so I'm home with him a ton yeah um and um so yeah finding that time is really difficult anyway yeah have you found 
I, at least I have, I've found like that's helped like your writing and like in terms of like perspective and things like you can write about in like subjects you I might not so. have never thought of before. Well, yes and no. I think the biggest thing it's done for me, so I haven't like directly written a song about him or a song about like how I feel being a dad or anything like that. It hasn't been so like um, literal, but I think what it has done for me is it has changed the way, like it's changed my relationship with music and my relationship really with everything has changed because of him. It's like really helped set priorities for me to where I'm like, I'm not stressing out nearly as much about like how perfect something is or how good something, I feel a lot more freedom now because I'm like, it's just not the most important thing to me anymore. It's still very, very important. Yeah. You know? And, like, it is still probably, like, in the top, like, three, like, of importances. Roomba. Yeah, hold on a second. Just heard that. Pause. We have one of those. I know that sound for sure. It comes on at the same time every night, and still I'm surprised. I'm like, damn it! <laughs> yeah, I, I know that sound for sure. Um, we have one as well. Um, they're pretty great. It's, it's um, awesome. Yeah. No, so... Um, so yeah it has changed my writing and it has changed I mean it's changed everything it's just changed it in like the way that I still have my days where I'm like I can be envious of somebody on a certain tour or somebody else's like perceived success or I can be like frustrated about a song or writing or or lack of like reception of something I created or whatever like that. I can st- I still have bad days like that, but in my best moments it's it's really changed everything to be like I'm a lot more like I just don't care. Like like I've got my son, I've got my wife like and I'm making music. Like who cares if anybody likes it or not? Like of course I want to be like a great craftsman. I want to do a good, I want to do good work. Yeah. But like, but like, that's kind of in my best days, that's where it ends. Like, I just want to do good work and like do my best and whatever. Like, after that, it's like I've got my son, I've got my wife, like, I've got my friends, and life is good. I'm getting to write songs. Like, why am I stressing out about it? You know? And so, that's what it's mostly changed is my relationship with music and with being an artist um I mean I still I have a I I trust me I have a lot of bad days where that doesn't work but um it has at least made me more aware of like quit quit being bitching so much about this like life is way better than you're making it out to be because you've got a family and like a lot of people want that and and they don't have that and and in fact like this little dude is better than anything you'll ever create anyways so um so why not why not be free to make whatever you want and just enjoy it why not enjoy that freedom because you've already made the best thing you're going to make anyways you know I don't know. There's a lot of different ways to 
to think about it but that's the biggest thing that's changed for me I haven't like like I said I haven't like literally written a song for him or literally written a song about being a dad I've had a couple like I've tried to and I've had a couple moments where like I feel like a line or a phrase or something pops up that I'm like oh that's cool and I, I like this idea and I've tried to run with it but nothing's really ever like stuck it's all kind of been mediocre and I move on to something else but yeah I know what you're saying for yeah sure. um and I'm sure I will write a song about being a dad or write a song for him or something like that but um currently I haven't I do want I've been way into Mr. Rogers because of him oh like, yeah seeing the Mr. Rogers yeah I mean he likes Mr. Rogers we watch it a ton I've watched the movie I watched the documentary as well and like Dude, the music on Mr. Rogers is amazing. What do you What do you watch it? What? It's on Prime. Oh, cool. Okay, I'll do yeah. it right now. The music is so good, and some of the songs he writes are like they're so simple, but they're so profound. Isn't there like a lot of the old stuff to me has just like this like very like crafted like polish to it, and it's like so succinct and no yeah. filler and yeah, it's just yeah, it's just banging line after banging line. Yeah, it's like, like, but it's so simple and so straightforward. Like, it's great, man. Like, I and and the way he does it isn't cheesy at all. It's just like, man, I, I really want. I've I've been really trying to figure out how he does that and try to do something like that. That's been like the closest I've come to like writing a song for Lou. Is like doing something like the Mr. Rogers thing where he's like where he'll just he'll have lines where he's like I like the way you are like not the clothes you wear not the hair on your head but but like just like and it's like it sounds cheesy but it's like the way he does it and the melody and the progression he uses and stuff it's like it's not cheesy it's just like oh this is so good yeah it's anyway dude that's awesome yeah Mm -hmm. that's super cool what other is there like any other music right that's like inspiring you now other than like stuff like that um I've I mean I've kind of made this you've been aware of what I've done for a long time and so like I like when we met I was recording my first full length then I was probably like six years ago six or seven years ago something like that yeah I was it was when we we were playing at the Omni Hotel. Yeah, and I think I was filling... Was I filling in for James? You were filling in for James Rockmore. And that was when I first met you, and I was I didn't live here yet, I don't think. That's... Yeah, no, that sounds right. And so... Um, so I was up here recording, and I was up here recording my first full length, which was very, like... Like, Americana rock, like Tom Petty, Avery Brothers kind of thing. And that progressed slowly... And, and it kind of went more and more traditional to where I started doing like I did like the more Willie Nelson vibe and I tracked all of that live with like a trio and then that kept going more and more traditional to where now it's just like like a lot of jazz chords jazz songs trumpet and stuff and like I've been really into like Billie Holiday and 
Ella Fitzgerald, like I mentioned earlier, and the Mills Brothers and the Ink Spots and like Dino Washington and Julie London and like all of these old like twenties, thirties, forties, like jazz vocalists, songwriter groups. Um, even like Frank Sinatra, I listen to a lot of, and like, um, which most of his stuff is like 50s, 60s, 70s, but like, um, but I, like, I've, that's where I've honestly enjoyed, like, listening to the most recently. Um, there's been some new stuff I really liked, like, I really enjoyed the High Women album. I thought that oh, yeah, was, that was I, great, yeah. I thought that was a great record. Um, yeah, I mean, and this is a little bit, like, a couple years old, but, like, I love John Prine's latest record. That was a great one. True Forgiveness. I don't think I... John, I've never, like, really dug into his catalog very oh, much. Um, I'm a huge John Prine fan. Like, I will always... For me, he's always my... He's always will be my favorite songwriter. Like, period. Um, I love his lyrics. He's somebody that is, like... He's got great humor in it. He's real profound. But it's so simple. Like, it's just, like... Like, back porch wisdom sort of stuff that he's just, like says so well and I I don't know I've loved his writing for a very very long time like even well like well before I was even writing my own stuff I was like playing guitar in a band in Florida and, and I would like John Prine has just been my favorite for over 10 years like he's he's so great um and I love that he's gotten a new like resurgence of popularity um in Nashville and stuff because like I saw him with my uncle the first time I saw him it was a pretty small show it was maybe like 500 people or so um and it was it was great um and he's got this new like you can't buy tickets I feel like at this point especially in Nashville so, oh for sure yeah well, like, always, I'm always like ashamed to be like yeah, I'm like not really like dug into his catalog, and it's like you say that Nashville was like, what the fuck is wrong? With yeah, no, I'm no. Sorry, I just haven't gotten to it yet. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> I would definitely do that uh, if you. I would make time for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he, but he's always inspiring. But like, but truly, right now, like seventy five percent or more of the stuff I listen to is just like old jazz, like. Oh, and, and a lot of instrumental jazz, too, like Bill Evans, like Duke Ellington, I mean, Miles Davis, Coltrane, like all the classic stuff. Um, yeah, I've, I, uh, I don't know, I really, I've just kind of become like pretty obsessed with that genre of music. So that's where I've been finding most of my inspiration. And most of the stuff I've been writing, and and somehow trying to like make it accessible and like not pretentious, like yeah. which I don't think your stuff comes off that way. At all. I appreciate that. Um, I don't think it does either, uh, but sometimes I can feel it welling up in me, of like I'm so tired of these like one four five chords. Like yeah, it doesn't. It's not like. 
It's like, oh, let me show you how I can play no. all like all these notes and like sure. Oh, it's like modal theory. Like it's just like straight ahead. Like yeah. Well, I don't even know that stuff. I just know like I just have a wider chord vocabulary than I used to. Like a few years ago, I've been taking time to like learn like a lot of jazz progressions and like jazz standard like sort of stuff you know and trying to apply that to my own writing yeah yeah cool um I guess the last question I have for you is what is the like the biggest lesson you've learned through music or something that you wish you would you know now that you wish you could share with yourself starting out I, I wish I like knew how to it's funny I feel like I feel like 10 years from now, I'll probably say this to my version of me now, but like, if I could tell myself like 10 years ago, just to like, I've always felt like I was, I've been kind and humble, but like, to be like more kind and more humble, because it is a, it's like a super long road that like, like I had, like I, um, like for better or worse, like I've had like an okay time with with confidence. Like I still like struggle with depression and like anxiety and stuff. But like as far as feeling insecure, like I've never really had a lot of that. Um, and because of growing up and like playing sports and those sorts of things, like really helped. But like I, I wish. I was able to be a little like learn how to have the self-confidence without the cockiness and like at a younger age and I feel like I'm like a lot better at it than I was um just because like like when I moved to Nashville I felt like ultra confident about what I was doing and like before I lived here I was already playing like some cool rooms and like was already pl- already played at the basement a couple times and like and I knew friends that lived in Nashville that were having a hard time playing shows there and like I played at the Bluebird and like I I was like felt like I had I was already starting to get my foot in the door pretty well like I, I won the American Songwriter Lyric Contest twice before I lived up here and knew like some of the people at American Songwriter Magazine already and like I was just like man this is like this is really clicking like things are going really good and when I moved up here I felt like it would just kind of keep going like that real easily and it it didn't um and I would see people get way more successful way faster and doing different stuff and like and like reality hit really hard and so I feel there's just a handful of moments like looking back in my life where I'm like man I could have been a lot nicer or a lot less like cocky in that situation and I and I hope that um I just continue like grow in humility not not be like self-deprecating like still still be confident in what I'm doing I hope I grow more confidence in what I'm doing but I also hope I grow in humility as well. Um, 
I think that's the biggest thing because it is such a long road. Like my my one of my really good friends opened for of all people opened for Amy Grant and um, she was in the green room and she loved their set and she's got this quote that she told them uh, that I really love and she was like be nice to the people you see on the way up because they're going to be the same people you see on the way down and so like I've like really tried to to like to meditate on that and to like really try to live that out and be as nice as I possibly can because I feel like what has happened more so is like I've been a little less nice I've never been mean I don't think but I've been a little less like open and friendly with people who I would say I perceive as like just starting out or like haven't put in as much work as I have or whatever and then before I know it they're just like flying by me like and then I kind of look like the asshole and I'm just like what um I just I just need to I just want to be better about that and I wish I would have been better about that 10 years ago um and I hope I keep getting better at um I don't know being being confident but humble and kind just being kind Hmm. you know just being willing to help anybody however or or just have a good conversation or like any I don't know anything um yeah I I think that would be that would be it that's awesome yeah man well where can we find your music tour dates yeah um my website kylecoxmusic.com um instagram twitter facebook like a real horrible branding idiot they all have different handles just because that's how the social media all worked out so it's like kyle cox on twitter kyle joshua cox on instagram kyle cox music on facebook so just google my name and type music after it and you'll find it all um and I have tour dates uh, that aren't posted yet, but they're being finalized for the end of February, beginning of March time frame. So that'll be the next time I'm out. Cool. Um, playing in Nashville, beginning of February, February 8th at Douglas Corner. Sweet. Um, yeah, that's it. Spotify. I'm on there. New records up there. I know. Yeah. I'll be putting out more music in 2020. Hoping to do uh, one single every other month. Sweet. Playing that single game a little bit. Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah, I don't like it, but um, but it gets received better. Yeah. And so, and then I'll probably put out a collection, like after that, or a collection of those or something, along with some like new stuff that wasn't released. But one single a month or one single every other month, probably starting in February. Sweet. Yeah. Right on you. That's it. Cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you.